We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience Waste Management Phoenix Open Picks. Well, losing picks. Preview. Bets one and done. We got it all covered for you. But I do want to let you know if you want to get into a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars, what you do, you see, is subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Don't leave it on the video. This is an audio only thing. So if you watch the video, I recommend you subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Leave a five-star review. DraftKings handle and something you like about this show. Boom. You'll be in the draw for 100 DK bucks. You want to get into the draw for 20 DraftKings dollars as well. You can do both. Smash the like button for the episode. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section. Tell me who you think is going to win at TBC Scottsdale this week. That easy. And would you parlay them with one half of the Super Bowl game? Who knows? I know Jeff will probably end up doing that. I recommend not doing it, although I probably will end up doing it. Well, you're not going to have... If if Ricky doesn't get back up to... uh, 18 to 1 where you want him. You're not going to throw on Chiefs money line with that too? If I, firstly, no. No, because I would be committed to laying that number because it's been good for me before. If I were to parlay, it'd all have to happen beforehand. It's like not not really no, that's what, what I'm saying. I'm in- no, no, I'm not saying do it like day of. I'm saying like, you like tonight you're like oh i'm waiting or on wednesday i'm waiting for ricky to get up to 16 to 20 he's not getting there he's only going down oh i missed my number at 14 might as well parlay them together my point being is if that was a move i wanted to pull i would be like getting a tip from like college basketball guy and like doing it on the tuesday i 
nothing to me would be worse than like hitting the golfer to me if i ever parlay which i've kind of stopped doing i had a hot sunday i got one um rami for the masters but um it's sort of been pointed out how like you're lucky for water to even find its level really with them like long run anyhow the parlay the golf tournament would have to be the last thing on it and the parlay would need to be like ready and done I don't need to win the golf and then need to sweat like the 50 50 proposition when I just hit like the one of 120. Let's wait till Sunday. See where you're, see what cards you're holding. I'm dubious. Okay. Hold on a second. I have lost on the, I have hit a ton of winners in this tournament and lost it all back in the, in but the I evening, always, in yeah, the nightcap. But I always lose the Super Bowl, but they're not parlayed. No, I can just, you enjoy just. Making parlays with golf bets. That's all I'm saying. You're one of the it's one of the things you enjoy to do. That was like a while ago. I don't think I've like preached that for a while. But I will hopefully win a winner and I'll lose it all on the Super Bowl because that's what I do every time I hit a winner here. The link to the Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League, three max entry, $15 to play. No rake, flat payouts, up to 3,000 spots this week because it filled so quickly last week. We get it filled super quickly again, and we're just going to see those numbers go up and up and up. Let's make this as big as possible. That link is in the description of this podcast and video. I recommend you play it. I also recommend you become a member at FantasyNational.com. Jeffrey, use the promo code. We're not even the promo code, just the link. FantasyNational.com slash PME. Get yourself 20% off. Get it in there. Sounds pretty good. And we got some winners. Last week's DK winners of the giveaways O Taylor made the winner of 100 DraftKings dollars. Winners of 20 DraftKings dollars. Singy, 18. McStormshack, Winnego, Mr. Gus, 17. Davis, 410. Picolier, 19. And Tully, 936. All those winners. And we got some other winners. People who won legit bucks. Well, not all of them won like legit bucks, but all winners this week. Some highlights. Uh, Mark Titchener. Turned $14 into $5,655. Oh, wow. And it was even more at one point. He, he, like, fell back. But I believe he came second in the $3, and he did really well in my tournament in the $5, I believe, too, as well. Tim Peterson turned 5 into 250 Tim Forrest, 24 into 136 Chris, this is an interesting one. Put in $133. Only one, he got 180 back. So he won 50 bucks. Now, I get that doesn't sound like much, but his week sound very similar to my week. I cashed two entries in my tournament with four of six lineups. He said he was heavy, overweight on Xander and Lonto, who both ended up missing the cut. Not great. So with four or six lineups, you can win. if you have a four or six lineup and you win money for the week, it's pretty uh, damn good. Yeah, of course. Like, you're like, I didn't lose everything I have. This is fantastic news. Sometimes it's all about just treading water. Yeah, yeah. it's like you walk to the finish line without an arm and a leg. Like you got there. Like I played 30 lineups in the $5 this week and I had four six of sixes and I won exactly $150. Like I got back exactly what I put in. That's it. Let's go on. I pushed. Let's go on to next week. It's like when you're holding the 17 and then the dealer also has 17. I mean, that kind of feels like a win. I guess it's, I mean, the, it's the only push that feels like a win. If you have 17 and push, cause you, anytime that you have 17 and blackjack, you kind of expect to lose. Unless yeah, I'm not feeling it. Unless they're showing four five or six. And even then you're like, Oh, I'm not feeling it. You'd like to be able to improve your hand. And you just know you can't do that with 17. Now here's the big list here and credit to you. Cause you're number one on this list. Yay. Jeff Feinberg, Jeff Ulrich, 50 to one Mark Leishman. For me, it came down to, one or two choices on Wednesday afternoon. I had made Hideki my one and done. 
So I was like, I'll bite on Hideki at his odds. It was between him and Leishman. I cut Leishman off the card and went with Hideki. You end up winning. Congratulations. Yes. Credit to Jeff gave me the hard sell and his article. It was a also, good piece. Jeff's going to be on the show tomorrow. Yeah, there it is. So, got to have got, him back he's on. He's got a bit of a magic wandy going, going as well. With I all feel. the Aussies, so, man. Yeah. Hit Cam and Smith, he pointed hit out Mark today, said, we got to keep riding international team. Even answer with the second place a week ago. Oh, so we, we go to Benny answer. On, a, a, answer over what? We'll get to Benny on. Uh, answers overseas. He's in Saudi Arabia. No, yeah. I'm just saying, um, at least PGA styles, the, the international team. Ernie sprinkled these guys. Seems I don't know. Hadwin's got baby swag. Oh yeah, I, is that why he hasn't been playing? Yeah, he had a baby the week of uh, his best tournament. He didn't go to the American Express. He's never, is, he's never played under that banner. That that is his best tournament. Yeah, except for Valspar, I suppose he won at Valspar. Sure, but um, anyhow, uh, yeah, great. There are a few people. Uh, Bearoff uh, touted it early in the week, and I don't know. Just call my. T- it's all about the pedigree, and it was going to be Bubba. I was like, I don't know, Mark, just something, I don't know. So the other winners besides you, Bearoff, and Ulrich, uh, your guy, Riku, hit a big one. Oh, probably a big one. Well, when he yeah. wins, he wins big. Yeah. So he won like 6K on the uh, on the Leishman bet. Joe Weaver, Chris Jackson, John Foran, Matthew Marino, Chris Nielsen, Mike Cav, Miles Martwick, and of course you, Jeff Weinberg. All winners. The Mark Leishman outright. That's a nice. Leishman's been very good to you. I remember when he Bayhill. he cashed you eighty to one at Bayhill when I had Kisner. And I, I had Kisner too, though. So that was a, that was a that was a good day. That was and that was terrible. Listen, I just have. I would just. I'm happy. I'm feeling form. We had the Reed OT loss, uh, answer and Scheffler a week ago. Cash and Leishman. I'm feeling. I'm feeling good. You know, it's not me. I got basically wiped out in January. <laughs> I need well. This starts in January. Wait, you got, didn't so, get going last year. Oh no, Pebble. Pebble last year was when I started to get yeah. going. Then I hit like three and eight tournaments or something like that. And that was basically all I did all year. So Never. hopefully we Let's can. Uh, this is always I can a good one. Turn this around a little bit because Love the field. Well, as you've mentioned, that uh, we've been good at this tournament over the years. And in yeah. fact, the first thing we ever did of note together was picking Brooks to win this tournament in 2015. It was just a guy. Was that our, the first show? I don't think it was the first show we ever did. But it was close. You want to know something? I think the first show we did was the Duffner winner at the American Express. Yeah. I think we, we, came out, we came out of the gates hot, fire on hot. the show. Yeah. It's good times. Well, I was feeling so such like such a sad sack and a loser over the weekend. I went back and like looked at the results of picks I post on the show. Because as people know, I'm not putting out every bet that I make. Every bet that I put out on the card, I do make. You know, then I'll pick up stuff halfway. And I don't want to just fucking I'll put it all out there. They're all losers, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, but when we used to record on Tuesdays, I was significantly better at picks than when we record on Monday Listen, morning. we put ourselves in the spot. It's Monday. Got to get it out there. I prefer the clicks <laughs> over the winning and the cash. That's more actually more valuable to me. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I used to be better at this. Uh, no, out. Mondays, it's not ideal. I like it. Before I knew you, I wouldn't even, like, look at a golf board until, like, Tuesday night. Yeah, neither would I. Like, oh, God. I was like, hey, the we weekend, should get, we should get the show annoying. out early. Yeah, it's all, it all part of someone's master plan. Um, I don't even know where we were. I don't know. Yeah, that's... I want to reminisce that Brooks Chip, when he was just the guy from that had the elite skills. Sorry, 
It was just, I don't know, he got, plays like a bomber, and he can really chip and putt. Yeah, here's this young guy. He's a bomber. He's been lighting it up on the Euro Tour, and we only ever really knew, like, major performance because he would come over for the majors and come, like, T-15. He's yeah. like, who the fuck is this guy? But you could see early that he had a chipping and putting touch that, like, Dustin Johnson, who's been on the tour for, like, eight years, like, was just starting to have, mm-hmm. if that made any sense. And we got him at 40, I think? I think that was the number. And he well, he made the cut by he made the cut on the number that year, and I think he went like sixty four, sixty four, because he made that yeah. eagle putt on fifteen from the fringe. Because I was I was at the bar getting ready for the Super Bowl, I was like, oh man, Brooks is going to do this. This is Listen, fucking fantastic. My then fr- I lost all of my money on Carolina. My friends' wives <laughs> have long noticed how I'm a weirdo based on like the hour and a half before the Super Bowl, how crazy I'm going over the golf. It's wh- and then there's a way, playoffs. It's here. also a way better pregame too. Instead of watching like whatever jabroni Terry Bradshaw skit, like yeah, whatever I don't he's know. in, like some, just watch the end of the golf. Yeah, there's some early NBA. I know you're, um, you know, the heavy tar always playing early, but I mean, listen, my Super Bowl parties, they're, they're a sad sack now. I mean, it's like kids and it's just a different like scene. We're not like banging at like getting seats at one o'clock. No, we are that like, is, it's just, it's just turned into like, this is the one sports holiday that I do indulge in. I like to go out for the Super Bowl and get absolutely trashed. Yeah. That's we got more, the baby. Like, we got the babysitter for Saturday or Sunday night. Although my wife is going to be home. She's going to put the baby down. She can do whatever she wants. We got the babysitter. I'm going to be gone from like one o'clock on just enjoying some golf, enjoying some football and probably losing all of my money. Yeah, that's good. No. Yeah. We used to just get wasted, play drinking games, card games, uh, have the golf on, and now I don't know. So just a, it's it's the life arrow. Uh, but playoffs here, right? We've had the the Hideki three web the, playoff three that of, went into the Super Bowl. Three almost. of the past four years, there's been a playoff. So both Hideki wins came in a playoff, and then Shez Woodland. Mm-hmm. So that that's three of the past four. Years. And Ricky probably should have been oh. in a playoff last year. Ricky ruined the Super Bowl. What you think that uh, having like a twenty-eight stroke lead, but then making a triple bogey and a double bogey, and then losing yeah. the lead to Grace, and then Grace puts it in the water on seventeen. And the I, only reason Ricky ended up winning. And I really, yeah, and I like embarrass myself in front of humans out of the house. <laughs> no one should see me watch that. It's not for public view. I wouldn't even let you Patreon pay me to see me. At least you won. I did, but it took it just ruined my day. It just ruined the whole vibe. Thank God he won. Love the kid. Hasn't won since, and we're back. And as much as we like I feel like a lot of people, it's not hard to have like a bit of a track record here. You just sort of stack the same freaking golfers. Same golfers. <laughs> it's the same golfers every single year. And it's always good golfers that end up at the and top. What a field. How much fun is this field? And it's it's weird because they're losing some of their like not necessarily regulars, but guys that would play in this tournament to Saudi Arabia. Like Phil's over there, who's the first time yeah. in like I don't know nine hundred and seventy four years he hasn't played this event. Yeah, not a thing. That was that was also the last time this tournament was a runaway. Jeez. Was that failure? He shot minus. Remember, he shot sixty in the first round, lipped oh, out the putt for fifty nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was twenty eight under that year, the tournament record. I think that was two thousand thirteen, and that was the year after, year after two years, two years after Stanley. That that it's oh. still one of my single favorite Sunday golf experiences of all time. Because Stanley gagged it to Snedeker at Torrey Pines the week before. Stanley ended up putting in the water on 18. Snedeker came from a whole bunch back. Levine was up by eight on Kyle Stanley. And Levine went into pure smoking. Like, it's so rare that CBS catches someone smoking on air. But he was smoking so much. 
and just having a meltdown. He got cactus stuck in his ass at one point. It was fantastic. And Stanley ended up having the charge and coming back. Yeah, I love that. Kyle Stanley, two weeks, uh, very all-time almost for, like, golf fans. Like, the that two-week run for it, Kyle Stanley. It's like a very, what happened at Torrey into the next I week? I don't know if he was a rookie that year or if it was second year on tour, but that was, like, the beginning of Kyle Stanley. We also got a trade-off, though, because Bryson was supposed to be overseas, and I think, like, world politics scared the shit out of him or something. Yeah, well, it probably would for me, too. Or maybe his check just wasn't as big as everyone else's. But he also was over there last year doing all the glass. Like, no one glad-handed for the kingdom harder than Bryson. Even, like, Dustin now is probably just normal Dustin. They're all just smart enough to just, like, oh, oh, golfing. Maybe maybe the Sultan was very upset with his (laughs) eight-pack. Very Um, jealous. Told him he couldn't come. Was that? No, we already did that, right? We did that last week. Yeah. Love Bryson. Yeah, and I agree with you. That's probably all, like, staged. Let's get into sort of the recap of just quick hit golf stories. Leishman, like, didn't hit a fairway the entire weekend at Torrey Pines and made every putt. Every putt. Except for one. There was one he didn't make. Even, like, I think it was on 13 or 14, he left it, like, 60 feet from the hole on Sunday, and he probably left that putt 12 feet short, then nails. It It was just like, oh, he's he's going to win. Yeah, he had a 20-foot par putt before that. There are actually two he didn't make. The one he didn't bogey. Sorry, the one he did bogey late in the round 14 or 15 and on three, he missed the short he birdie. He stuck it to like six feet. He would have been three in a row. But then on four, which I think is the really long par four, like the five hundred, mm-hmm. like a real, and there's a handful of them there. But it's one of the the the, the big daddies. Uh, he stuck it to like fifteen feet. And I said, "Hit this one. We'll forget about the last." And he dropped it. And honestly, I don't like want to go there. But I think it was like in that moment, also like right after that, happy to like was ready to like help my wife do a chore. That's when I was just like, that's when, you know, the internet kind of broke and yeah. the day turned. Yeah. So I have that on the list too. Well, well, I have just the Tiger interview afterwards. Oh. I mean, I, I'd, and then I'd say that like. Nance and, and Faldo, they said he knew like uh, that Joey had told him. I mean, there's a chance that he was told. No, you saw what happened after. I did see what happened after. There's that that was for cameras. That seemed very genuine. Joey yeah. was bringing him up to speed. I, that made it I seem agree. like he didn't know. I'm shocked he didn't find out like in the galleries. Even Bubba said he found out on eleven, like just on the T box on eleven. Um, and maybe it was just me making my own hyperbole of it, but it felt like the vibe of like everything like on the ground, like like I don't know. Roars were different now. Maybe like because the Aussie that people weren't cheering for was making birdies instead of like the really famous players that people love. Uh, but even the grounds felt a little muted. Uh, maybe I'm making that up because I don't. Like, it, it, it did seem, and just being like active on the internet as everything was going on. Yeah. Really bad look for Twitter, by the way. Throughout the entire thing, like just the false report. I got off Twitter for the entire like. The moment that it happened, like, I believe TMZ put out the Kobe report right away, which just like Kobe Bryant was on the helicopter, and, that, and that's all there was. And then it was just like, I have now confirmed this, this, and this, and I've confirmed this, this, and this, and it was just all not true. 
And then we finally got like what the real story was. Yeah, I will defend TMZ only in that. No, they, well, they TMZ were was right, right, and they have like they still have a reputation that I think isn't fair. I mean, yeah, they'll like gossip about a relationship. But they, for actual news, they've been yeah, fairly consistently and, good. And it actually have they broke Michael Jackson's death. And I remember I worked in a newsroom at that time, like that day, and they were the first ones. Even like Wolf Blitzer in the Situation Room was going off their report. And since then, it's sort of been like, okay, there's like a level here of certain credibility. And yes, well, they'll do what they do. I'm not like here to rumor monger death. Yeah. Although, sadly, like people were. And then you think about who else. I don't know. It's all fuck. Yeah, it was. Someone actually did. did someone reached out to me and was just like, oh, you should do a special show on like kobe and his like best plays and all that stuff that's not for me to do yeah. i'm just not that big of a basketball fan like i wouldn't be able to do that yeah. justice and you also can't air the clips no but like i'm just like it's not your show but even right. like even a like pure discussion about like one of my best friends is like a, a lot of people big kobe guy he was like legit like broke down like devastated about it um i just i'm not that big of a basketball guy like yeah. it's it's he's more of a celebrity than anything else it's just it's really weird yeah and my how, wife was super devastated yeah a lot of people how it hits them i mean i like just personally i remember when like Seo killed himself and this is a guy that already had a failed suicide attempt like i was like in a weird fucking place that day and that was like far less unexpected maybe than like this but yeah you can't really control how people will will take something like that and even nance making a comment that kobe uh, Tiger should mid-round be making a comment was the craziest thing ever. Especially Not if he, Nance. Faldo said Faldo. that. Well, I guess if he thought he that. knew, I get that. What's, 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 what, really? Like on the 11th tee? No. Like I, I, an actual I, I, statement? I would, uh, or you just do it well, like he... Well, I think that Faldo at that point is kind of linking into what Tiger did after the round. Because I don't think that CBS forced Tiger to go on and talk about it. It did seem like... He wanted to go on and say something. I think that's what Faldo yes, was getting. I at. agree that if he had known, Tiger would want. But, to say but let's something. not kid ourselves. There's from. I mean, with a guy like Tiger, they're ready to go and they're snappy. But you go behind the scenes. There's at least ninety seconds of him and Amanda talking, and Tiger might even have a handler there. And there's already the question: Can we ask him about this? Before Tiger's asked about this, someone on his team or Tiger directly is asked, like, "Do you, can we ask you about this? Sure, but it seemed like he was the proactive one sure. saying, I want to go of make course. a statement. But I think he didn't know. I'm amazed how he could have gone the whole round without. And, and I spent the round wondering, like, oh, is he not making birdie? Like, cause he, like is he struggling because of this? And, like, I don't know. It's like a weird thought. Or is he going to, like, make seven birdies in a row and win? And, like, for coach, like. It's like all over the place thinking like, how is him knowing affecting him, him playing? Cause I, I assure you, even if their scores were identical or different, Mark Leishman finding out Kobe died would have a different impact than tiger. I mean, they lived a life you could understand together and they were buddies. I assume. Right. I don't know. It seemed like they were friendly, at least. I yeah, they were, Tiger like, being like pals. a big Laker fan, I assume there was a friendship there. I mean, think of the their timelines. Yeah, but Tiger also didn't seem to associate with that many people in general. Fair like, enough. Like, Tiger seems to be better friends with, like, MJ. Yes, you could be right, and like a Maud Rashad. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kobe and Tiger are around... Well, Tiger's older than Kobe was, 
but it seemed like Tiger always gravitated towards like just being in golf where he was the young guy in golf. All of his peers were 10 to 20 years yeah, older like Marco than him. Marco Mero was like his yeah, first. That it like, seemed like his like crew of like celebrity or athlete friends were all 10 to 15 yeah. years older yeah, than you're him, probably even right. in other sports. You're probably right. I don't know. Now I'm making things up. I assume they knew each other well just because of how good they both were at their things. But the weirdest thing was definitely Faldo like thinking a statement needed to be made mid-round. Yes. And people thinking like games should be canceled. That's so weird. You got to play, man. You got to play. And teams did. People did nice things, but you got to play. Yeah, I think the logistics of trying to cancel the games. I get the gesture and I get the sentiment behind it. And I'm sure that a lot of people didn't want to play uh, after they had found out. Like the players. Yeah, and even like coaches. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's a tough spot. Like what happens if you cancel 14 NBA games? Like just even the logistics of trying to make that up at some point is super. I mean, this will be a big thing. You've been to Radio Row. This is Monday. It's gonna like dominate. Like on what week do those shows get to talk about the game again? It feels even Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's good. I I, listen. I don't mean it's good, but I mean it's just never mind. That was me producing once, just having a different hat on for eight seconds and needing to fill 12 segments. Let's get back to golf for a second. That's Thank that, you. That's the great thing about podcasting versus actual, like, radio production or even TV production. Oh, I'd hate to have to. Oh. It's like, oh, we have eight segments we have to fill. We need eight different topics and eight different guests. Why do you need eight different guests? I, right? I never understood that on radio that, look. Got a riff. You got to go. I remember I used to go in. Uh, I used to be a guest on Serious Golf with the Paulson Brothers. And they bring me in for, like, a segment that was, like, eight minutes long. Mm-hmm. And we were t- doing our, like, stats breakdown of the week. And I just basically talked about, like, hey, you know, here are yeah. some stats to look at here, guys that are mm-hmm. playing well. But, like, they could have had me on for three segments. Like, you know what I mean? I guess, It, sure. it would have been a better segment if I was on for three segments. Listen. And, I fa- and, like, when I used to host a show on Sirius, it used to be the same thing. We have this guest. They're coming on. And I actually got, like, as the host... I was like, yeah, we're not going to do it this way anymore. How about just the first hour, we don't have guests. We're not taking calls, and we'll just do a show. Yeah. We'll throw it a break, and then we'll just come back at we'll a do break. do it like, like a podcast do- is. Like what we're yeah. doing right now. Like- we're always the best. I don't know. I always found in the shows I like, it was because the people that were on them, and sometimes I felt having guests on would, like, slow the show down. It all depends and, on what And especially you don't know the guests. It's like this whole, like, first part of it's this awkward, like, yeah, you know, like, I don't know, butter, not even butter the guy up, but like this whole like awkward like warm up of on air warm up, but like of dancing, of like feeling out the guy. Well, there's a. Some guys are such bad. They might have a big name, but they're literally the worst at talking to. Oh, oh, and, and it works the other way too. So, like, if I go do a hit on NBC radio or Fox radio or CBS radio, whatever it might be, none of these hosts have any idea who I am. Yeah. Ever. Exactly. So, like, they don't like quite know what I do. Where and you I'm know, from. the producers like tried to like the producers probably younger, and he's tried to, he's put the sell on for you, and like he's with oh, he's got fifty thousand Twitter followers, man. Like, we gotta go with it. <laughs> like, yeah, and, like these people have just no yeah. clue what I'm talking about the entire time. Of course, of course. And, and there is that like it's a seven minute segment. The first three minutes are like, yeah, yeah, do work. So, I have a show. They're like, what's it on? It's like it's a podcast. Like. On what? It's like where you download podcasts, you know, everywhere, that kind of thing. Anyway, it's super strange. I want to get back to uh, you should send John Rahm a bouquet of flowers. 
for deciding not to show up for the first five holes. Yeah, right. And he really put on the Ritz towards the end. I thought he was going to come back and beat you. I, I really thought it. he was. It felt that way. I was real nervous. I had to hold off baby bath time. Like uh, that putt. And I was like, honey, that putt goes in like you're doing the bath uh, and bedtime. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He slowed down. And I was saying to you, even on Saturday, it seemed like the last five or six holes, he was scrambling, made a ton of great par saves. Uh, His approaches were even, way off on Saturday. Yeah, he's hitting everything. He's hitting everything yeah. to the right. Um, and it's terrifying to know that he wasn't losing strokes when he was doing this. Yes, but the scary thing was it wasn't even like the putter that was saving him. It was like the scramble shot. He was, like five, he, he, was, was five, he was five for five from the sand. Sticking everything. Yeah. There wasn't anything longer than five and a half feet, like in his being in bad spots. And he made them all, too, yeah. which was huge. The only thing he didn't take advantage of was 18, the par five. But you kind of felt the way his game was like off. Like, let's just come to the clubhouse. Uh, I don't know what to. I'm still nothing. will you I am. You cannot knock me off of how great he is. I don't care about this. I'm not picking holes yet. I'm still not there. Picking holes. I think in his past 20 tournaments, he has like 18 yeah, top 10s or something. I think he's. I think he is still everything. Uh, I have been really lucky in his inability to close. Because I think the last time we were here was versus Willett at the BMW. Or they were kind of more head-to-head going into Sunday, but he couldn't even he couldn't even beat old Danny Boy. But the thing he is, couldn't even beat old Danny I, Boy. I, I always hate this argument, inability to close. Because okay. he has so many yeah, wins. And chances. the only and the only reason that you think that he's bad at closing, because he's in every fucking of tournament. And, well, and he's not Tiger yeah. Woods in his prime, so no one is good at closing and, and, if we hold people up to that metric. And winning is so freaking hard, and it's very random. Right? We can agree. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yes, yeah. it's hard, but, but it's the randomness of the win. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And Leash, like, Leashman's unconscious, like, hitting everything. He shouldn't happen. Rom's got to feel like that. He's going to think of, there's so many places where Rom has that stroke back. And a lot of guys. Um, well, Rory, too. We'll when Rory to. made the eagle on 13. No. He made the eagle on nine. He made the eagle on six or nine, one of the two. It's like, oh. No, birdie nine, I think eagled six. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, he could be making a run here. The putter, Maybe he didn't have bogey. The putter six. let him down so severely on Saturday. It just, it took him out of it. Like, just, he needed one of, two of those putts to go in, and then all of a sudden it's Rory's turn. But yeah, I, I. Also, Rory can't close. He was near the lead, can't win. Rory sucks. I was going to go back to that. <laughs> that was literally where I was going. I, I, I don't, I, I may have used the wrong choice of words because no, I'm holding no you, stones no, you're, on you're wrong. not, but I, this is just something that I hear all the time. And I do think that people really, as yeah. you mentioned, underestimate how difficult it is to actually win, especially in a field like this, where when you start to scan the leaderboard, Leishman, Rom, Rory, and then you got Snedeker and Reed, Reed and Bubba and Finau. Finau, pure Finau, just okay, get, gets himself right back now? into it and just all of a sudden okay. just nothing the rest of the day. We could do this right but now. But, but they're all there. That's a great top of the leader. Tiger came inside the top ten. On a course. I mean, and maybe Rose dispelled this last year, but I even like was saying to a buddy on um, going into like, Paul, like Palmer being DOA to begin with. Well, he was Andercurse. That's, you do not, that's not, not necessarily his fault. That is almost the worst course to like be the leader. Like you just want to be stalking and stalking and stalking. And obviously Leishman like went in fuego, but a lot of guys, you know, had opportunities to make those strokes. Uh, you felt it across the board. And Tony Finau, there are so many like little things or things we can take away i swear to you pat this guy has a knack for being out there with the guy who has the amazing run when you're all like most people are just waiting for it to be you 
all the time. He is the must be the most amazing Sunday playing partner when you're like four back. He's so chill. Like he must give the best vibes to the guy having the great day. Oh, you know how you love like could, you know how you love outfits. Is he Tony's yeah. Saturday Saturday kit? I really the all red. It looks sharp. Okay, it looked uh, it wasn't as bad once he took the like baggy top off. He actually looked really sharp. I like the look and the pants. Like if you saw him on his back nine, he looked really good. But if you got that like first three hole T photo, he looked like Dick Sporting Goods. Yeah, but that's great. That means he's great in the wind because he wears the gear like Ricky. <laughs> Um, That's how you know. <laughs> it, I don't know. Could Fino ever do what Leishman did yesterday? Yes, he will. Like he will eventually do this. It was just a day full of twelve footers, fourteen footers. And one day footers. he'll get hot on the greens. One day, and it's all going to work out. Maybe it's Riviera. Who knows? I well, yeah. Maybe it's this week where he Love misses the cut every year. Uh, what else? I'm going to bet have? him at Riviera. So I don't know whether I want him to just do his usual nothing this week. Well, with Cam Smith. Winning at Sony and Leishman. You mentioned the President's Cup. These are two Aussies in the first four events winning. And, 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 and Herbert won overseas last week. Is it the year of the Aussie? Do we need to bet like Matt Jones this week? I'm not. Because I was on Day instead of Leishman last week. Day was like bad. Fine. He got progressively as the week went along. Listen, would he be at Riviera? He, he'll be at Pebble. For sure. I'm just saying, you saw enough of Jason that if they want to throw the number out again, you're just back. That's That number will not exist. Okay, fine. Because no one's playing. this. That field is not at Pebble Beach. You maybe, know what I, I'm saying, though? Maybe it will be. I don't know. I'm just saying, the next time we gather a strong field and they want to, like, do that, I saw enough that I would, like, auto be in. Even though I didn't play him this week, I saw enough. What about Molinari's second round? Does that lead you to believe that maybe he's figured something out at least? Scared the shit out of me because I had an and head to head. And there was, like, there was like a 10-stroke swing <laughs> happening. Uh, what else do I got here? And then you almost just don't even want the guy to make the cut because then you can get cashed out early. Yeah. Uh, Spieth falls out of the top 50 in <laughs> the world. He do? is now number 51. <laughs> Listen. I, I, I was inc- not encouraged fine. by his performance. but Did fine. He's... At a place like that? He's playing this week, too. Should we give him a look at Pebble? I We did I, it last year, I, and he was leading after 36 holes. I, I bet him at Pebble last year, and you know me. I'm not really a big Phil guy, although last year in his second, like once he got social media cool, he kind of like gained some points back. Um, I, last year at Pebble, you bet him and Spieth. Spieth. and Phil, those were like my two bets. And I could, I could not allow myself to bet both of them, so I decided I'm going to bet you, Jordan, uh, so I'm not afraid to bet him. And if they want to hook something at Pebble, but I'm not going to bet Jordan, like, if they're going to just foss him a number because of his name. I, I got, uh. You might be able to catch him at 33 next week. But uh, listen, depending on how strong that field is, he's got to catch something, Pat, because we are a whiskers from missing a WGC now. I think the deadline for Mexico is coming. And I think if it was today, he wouldn't be in. I believe he gets in all the majors because he was top fifty at year end. I don't know if that. Oh, applies. majors, yeah, yeah, majors. I don't know if that applies to WGC. Well, doesn't he have the majors because of his wins? Like, well, yes, he on, also has that timeline. But there, it, there's weird like benchmarks for a lot of this stuff. Like if you're top fifty by the end of the year, you're automatically in some sort of stuff. But then like it resets top fifty for different events. But you might get grandfathered in anyway. It's I, not like those fields are the top fifty players. Someone in the world. correct me, but I think Mexico sets in like a week or two. Okay, I don't know. Um, because it doesn't like set the week before. 
Also, I wrote down in my notes, I tell you, I'm updating all my notes this year for all the courses. Patrick Reed at long courses. Not short courses, long yeah, courses. US Open. US Open. Is US Open super long? Wingfoot? I already bet him. I don't know. 80 to 1. But like so far this year, like he was trash at Sony, which is a super short course. Great at Kapalua, long course. He's won at Doral. He's won at the Masters. These are all long courses. Some, I don't know what it is. Scrambles the shit out of it. I don't know. I guess so. And he can, Lo- he can, he missed some short putts too. Um, I don't know where we were, but I have you versus Cust in a boxing match. People, I, I'm sorry for throwing the shade at you, but people don't realize how much bigger Tim is than you. There's no shade. <laughs> Firstly, have you seen his hands? Remember when he opened a can? <laughs> like he, he's got Andre the Giant hands. I've never thrown a punch. I've never taken a punch. And you hear him when he gets angry, he's banging his flesh. That could be my face. I don't, it was from your Ask Me Anything you did like on the weekend. That was fun, actually. And people, like a handful of people, are curious to know to win in a fight. It's a stupid question. Now, if it's a <laughs> boxing match, now I guess even then, just like... What? It, it, I don't, I'm not small enough to have like the stamina that like that angle. Yeah, that's true. You'd have to, like, be, yeah, you'd have to be lean and quick. <laughs> just, just avoid it. But Tim's like 6'2", 6'3". People forget that. His hands. I don't know when we did it, but he could, like, he dwarfs a can, <laughs> like a bottle in his hand. He's like a dwarf. And now, like, as you mentioned on the uh, on the Saturday show, he's down like 25 pounds, too. He's getting slick. Uh, yeah, he's, he's getting would already have a head start on. Listen, you can make a card of, like, ma- match me up. Sure, Morenci was all about this back in the day, like the offices at the score. Like, he wanted to put on, like, a bout and it'd be like, People in the office. As I've learned from experience of boxing matches within the sports media industry, they tend not to happen. Yeah. And also, there's uh, when you work for an actual company, they don't uh, allow you to do this. Yeah. They have real liability concerns <laughs> and they like pretty much shut you down instantly. Uh, Cuss would not be the guy. You can, ma- I mean, you can find me a fight. I'd probably lose it, but at least find me a fair one. <laughs> Uh, last thing before we get into the waste management, how good's our guy? Zach, Zach Sucker? Sucher? Sucker? Oh. We got to learn how to pronounce his last name. Everyone, Sucher? Sucher? Everyone, everyone hit up Zach Sucher on Twitter. You tell him to come on the Pat Mayo experience. I want to talk to Big yeah. Zach. Big Z. Listen, he called it and he kind of owned it. Good. Will Wilcox was the last person to attempt this and it worked for him. Big fan favorite in the betting and DraftKings community of players for Will Wilcox. But unfortunately he got hurt and he's now gone. Now, as I said, now ZS yeah. has taken the spot. There's one key to playing this role. You got to be good. You got to be eligible. You got to be in the fields, the DraftKings fields. And we're not new to old Zach either. He was a swing season staple for me, at least. I guess um, we weren't doing you. But weren't doing I, I love it. I think more of the guys in that like real. Un- I mean, because listen, we talk about guys on the tour. Yes, we'll have some fun. We'll throw out some names, but we don't really care much for the under no sorry there's an underbelly of the tour and it's great to see someone like this try to take advantage of it from there because the opportunities for them are very limited and this is a great way to interact get fans and completely I don't know agree. What, e- even if it's completely disingenuous which it doesn't seem to be just from a marketing yeah, standpoint like, like beef, what what is look the at beef yeah well beef on, on one hand Diff- like you got to win but like you just play an angle and you're just sponsored because you've played this angle and you've hit this hard niche 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 of it well the hard niche 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 of it is the one thing but it also works into the fact that if you mention stuff like this 
I'm going to start talking about you. You're going to start talking about everyone who has a podcast that talks about betting golf or DraftKings golf is going to be talking about you. And then now there's a difference between him and Scott Harrington or Roger Sloan and Mark Hubba Hubbard or Peter Malnati, like all those guys that he's in that tier with. Now people know him. And he took his picture and they put it on drafting. Yeah. So now everyone knows what he looks like. There it is. They don't even have, there's a lot of guys like uh, Scheffler still out there without, uh, without pictures. Wolf still without pictures. Um, yeah. You play in it and stay eligible. Make the events. I asked him if he was going to be at the Honda. He said he isn't invited yet. Well, he's, he's invited a- to the DFS open. I am extending my yes. spot in the DFS open. But- and that would make our team way better if we just swapped out him, me for him. That'd be <laughs> Top but notch. I also joke because everyone's like, oh, like you got to get in the tournament, then the DFS open. I'm like, yes, but we here's the key. We want him to get into the Honda Classic, and we, then we want him to miss the cut. No, we, we all want to, like, if, if no, he's, then he if comes he's to the, play with no, us. No, no, if he is in the field at the Honda Classic, let's all bet him to win, and we'll he'll make yeah, the cut. We'll, we'll go to the DFS. And then we'll go cheer him then on. Then we'll go cheer him on. Oh, bad news for the DFS open. Well, not for the DFS Open, but I got in. I, I slid myself in there to do an inquiry. Will it will not be playing the Honda? Oh, that's sad. Yeah, Bay Hill. Okay. I feel like Honda's a better event for him. I know. I know. Although he's another guy who plays long tracks really well. Um, yeah, but I you love it. It's pretty cool. And he even tweeted this morning like he's encouraging like if you do DFS and you're at the events like come say hi to me. It's Good. almost like original Twitter when, like, Larry Fitzgerald would be like, I'm at the Cheesecake Factory. Come say hi. I'm at the mall. Like, Twitter in its infancy was sort of like. Yeah, back before pe- people, like, wouldn't show up being like, I hate you, Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah, it was almost just like, what am I doing right now? It wasn't like sort of the news source or breaking or this constant thing. Um, it was that. Um, so, yeah, he's sort of taking it old school. In that approach. I like I it a lot. I like it a lot. Where, where did he finish? I don't know. T40 or something? Huh. He's not in the, He needed a top 10 to get into the field this week, and he did not. But he's, I'm sure he can Monday qualify. Yeah, get a sponsor. It's a great way to get your name on the list of sponsors exemptions, too. Because if you have, like, fans who will come and see you, it's... It, Whoever's on his marketing team, savvy. Maybe it's him. Maybe he's it's just a, probably he's just just a self marketer. It's it's fantastic. I don't know if the underbelly like has a marketing. They team. can hire Pat Mayo or Mayo Media Inc. Professional marketing strategies. There Here's what is. you need to do. <laughs> You're not wrong. Man. I mean, listen. I've worked with my one client, and everyone knows who he is. Grayson Murray. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you hit it on the head, like. Now I know what he looks like. And Obviously, he had that great week uh, last year. I would know Detroit, what he looks like. Was it? No, because Detroit was where it was. Was Lashley. it Detroit? It was Lashley, but I think he did well. There is because Detroit was where Wolf knocked out Bryson and more. No, that was in Minnesota. That's when oh, I was yeah, at. Yeah, 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 Detroit right. was the Detroit, short one. The you, are right. you are right. You are right. Yeah, just he's yeah he's adding name recognition to his name, and that's half the battle some of these guys time to talk about the tournament tpc scottsdale in scottsdale arizona just outside of phoenix a tournament i have been to for my bachelor party good times 7261 yards par 71 it has that drivable do you like the 17th hole i know it was good to you last year it's one of my favorite because we get riviera in a few weeks number 10 is probably my favorite short par four 
the short par fours have to be risk reward, right? And this one, it's easy. Robert Garrigas almost had made a hole in one on it like two years ago. Only one has ever been made by some dude in like 1983. But the fact that like Grace can go into the water and swing the entire event, I like that about this one. Yeah, I got no problems with it. I do agree a lot of them. They do have to have a big level of risk in them um, because some of them are just such lame ducks. But yeah, this one presents its challenges potentially if you... You go, you go, go a bit left. You go a bit left. A perfect shot just dies. Fun hole to situate yourself at too, for the viewing experience. Because everyone wants to go to sixteen. You can talk about sixteen all day. It takes fucking forever to get into the sixteenth hole. You need to show up at like four thirty a.m. to go line up. That or be rich or rich adjacent and know someone who has a box. Okay, then it's super great and. It sort of feels like getting, and I would never do this, what I'm about to say, because I feel like that's like the absolute nut low, although you're watching golf, which is great in a party atmosphere. But it's is it like going to like Times Square for, for New Year's? I don't. I, can you even go piss? Like you're just stuck there and then you lose your seat. You can't go out. I can honestly say I don't know because we just looked at the line. We were like, nope, not doing that. There's a great spot between six and seven where you can see all the approaches and putts on the sixth green, and it's a par three right after, and you can see the entire hole. It's a nice spot. But 17 is good for, like, end of the day. You can see all the drives at the green. There's a giant hill. Drunk people, like, pass out and roll down it the hill. It seems like it's kind of funny. You can bet on that if you want. Is we it, did. Isn't 17 even becoming a stadium? Or isn't there another course they're develop another hole there they're developing into um, stadium style? I'm not sure. I don't. Not to my knowledge, but you could be right. I, I go back and forth. Like, that. I'm old now. Like, I, 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 I can't like do four. I can't get up that early. I can't go that hard. I don't know. I'll own that. I don't know if I have it in me. If I was in the box, it would be fine. Oh, come on. Because then you could be, like, watching other stuff, too. Because That would be the best. Y- you have to forget. You're also in the box. You go in and out at your leisure. Yeah, probably. you go walk around the course. There's, like, 200,000 people there on the Saturday. Like, it's nuts. And people are like, some people are super dressed up. Other people are just so drunk they're throwing up. People are smoking and fighting yeah. in the crowd. Is This is not the typical golf. I know that's very evident to people. This is not the same sort of atmosphere. And that works to my Tony Finau theory of this course. We'll get there. Uh, but even the boxes, you know, it's become such a thing that, like, the boxes have priced themselves into, like, a different stratosphere. A different stratosphere of, especially, you know, if you're familiar with what it costs to rent something in and around a golf hole, these ones are are above and beyond all that. And it's like I said, it's become such a thing where, like, all the corporations are in there. Because I don't know. I got the money and they're sucking up to clients or or something. But it's a fun thing. And if you're rich and like in their target market, you probably like golf. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it works. It works. It works. And I'm jealous of anyone rich enough to be invited to the the box by their, say, like, bank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bermuda Greens, we got shot links, so we have all the data we need for this course. The past winners, Fowler at minus 17, Woodland at minus 18, Hideki, Hideki, 17 and 14, Brooks, minus 15, Kevin Stadler, hardly newer, minus 16, Phil, minus 28, Kyle Stanley, minus 15. That's dating back to 2012. You want to be able to score on the par fives, but not just score on the par fives. We've seen some shorter hitters do well, but if you hear all those guys, 
you got to have some distance. You have to be good with your long irons to generate eagle opportunities on the three par fives. And you kind of need to be very well-rounded across the board. Like you don't, like none of these guys are bad short game players. They all gain off the tee. They all gain with approaches. They all gain around the greens. And did they have an okay putting week is generally what it comes down to. Fowler on the greens last year was one of the best putting performances of the year. People yeah. forget that. He had a round, an unconscious round two. Him and like JT were like toe and toe early. But Fowler just got to a point where he wasn't missing a thing until he forgot to drop the ball. <laughs> so the odds for the event, Rom, the ASU product, has never finished worse than 16th at this tournament in four starts. His best finish when he was an amateur. He came T5. It's kind of weird. So he's a local guy. Um, at least. How many? It's four years for him here? Four years for him now. He's 6-1. to one. Thomas is 9-1. to one. Webb and Hideki are 14-1. to one. Fowler, 16, Xander, 18, Woodland, 28, Bryson, 28, Kucher, 28, M, Finau, 30 to 1. That is the top of the board. It's a good field. Love this field. My initial thoughts, I, it's funny because Wiley tweeted it out. This is going to be a Webb Simpson week. And I was like, Webb always plays well here. But then I looked at the odds. It's like 14 to 1 for Webb. Ugh. Yeah, and then I, I tweeted, about that. like, yeah, exact finish, second place. He's is he the Louis of the PGA Tour. Uh, yeah, or like old Kucher. For like Kucher remembered how to win again. I guess you want to get that out of the way. What Kucher? Uh, Kucher is Tim's one and done pick for the week. Who was Tim's one and Fina? He had Fina, so that yeah. ended up really good for him. And then he decided to bet Ryan Palmer because he was leading <laughs> partway through the second round or the third round. He came like t twenty seven or something. Poor guy. What a no. Tim. The, the worst thing that ever happened to Tim is that he won two weeks ago. It was just like that time he hit the teaser that won, and now he's lost like 45 consecutive teasers. Yeah. So yeah, that's going to happen. I got. We found Hideki at 18 on that other site, right? Yes. I'm Hideki. probably going to bet that. Hideki. I've only made one bet so far this week, but I want to know who I want to take from the top of the board. Hideki is my play. He lost over four strokes putting last year and still came T14. Other than that, he had the withdrawal that screwed everyone and won and done in DraftKings one year. But before that, first, first, second, fourth. Like, this is Hideki's course. Okay. 18 to 1. If it's 18 to 1, gimme. I bet him at 18 to 1 last week and he was a dud. Yeah, there's some big, um, I'm seeing some discrepancy. I even saw a book. Uh, this like we have Xander at eighteen. I saw him as low, like him and Hideki swapped essentially. Um, yeah, Xander. Uh, Do you want to hear a case for Xander? Not that he, like he needs a case, but why he might be a really nice bet here. I'm not really thinking about him, so lay it on me. What did Hideki do really well before he won at the Waste Management? What sort of tournaments did he win? Uh, WGCs, WGCs, and no cut events. What does Xander win? WGCs and no cut events. I love Xander. I don't. I don't know. I'm not making that correlation. He could win. I, that wouldn't shock you uh, one bit. I like. I like. I don't know. You like Ricky, don't you? It's so hard for me. It'll. It'll take everything in me not to have money on Ricky this week. I just like him so much, and he's at his place. And he's, I don't he's know. At his I place like... that he won once, and it took an all-time putting performance from him, I and know. he almost gagged it away. The problem is I this card, this field, has me liking a lot of places, Pat. Well, that's uh, the problem. Like, I don't want to go too deep here because how deep do you really want to go? It was like last week. I don't, know if the, I don't know what I was doing. I tried to really scale back with some of the long shots, but I took them anyway because I'm an idiot. I can't help but waste my money. Here's the thing, though. You do feel like there's an equalizer in approach 
play here because guys like a party Marty Laird can have success here. Ashes Revy can have success here. Um, I just don't know if I'm going to be. I'm fighting this internal battle right now. We've had three straight winners of fifty to one or over, and I just feel like the roulette wheel has to maybe go to the top. I'm not going to bet the guys at the very top. I understand why they're priced that way. I'm sort of staring at Ricky and Zan- and and Hideki. I don't feel great about it though, but I feel like you gotta those guys. They just always show up here. Local connections to this course this is from fan at fantasy golf pod good podcast everyone should go check that out youtube and on the itunes john rom arizona state shez Revi, arizona state matt jones who i'm definitely going to be betting he is arizona state and an aussie Pfft, please when's your i when go, turn go. the page you're gonna bet some min woo lee too may might have to may may have to do the aussie double worked last week why wouldn't it work this week grayson moey asu has made the cut all three starts here as well. Sabatini, University of Arizona. Nate Lashley, University of Arizona. And they've been good for the research here, too. Party Marty, who always tends to show up in this tournament, lives in Scottsdale. So does Lashley, Reavy, Kevin Stadler, former winner here, lives in Scottsdale. Kevin Streelman lives in, Kevin, uh, lives in Scottsdale. Tour Junkies chimed in. Joel Damon, Scott Stallings, and Max Hama. Laird. I, I said Laird. But those are all guys who are... Uh, Stallings is not playing, though. Yeah, there's a huge contingent out there. Our boy Graham Dillette live, lives there, too, I, I guess. Yeah, he's... he withdrew. Was it last week he withdrew? Yeah. So, yeah, his back is flaring up. Best wishes, Graham Dillette. The best of man, Dillette. Get him in there. We need his back to be good so we can come show up to, I don't know, Corrales and go win that. Um, At least get himself going again. I don't know. Ricky does feel like such a shitty bet. But I, I... I like Hideki of these guys. And I do think that Justin Thomas is actually an odds value at 9-1. to one. I know that sounds so strange, but he remember he was there was either it wasn't last year, it was the year before. He was like bogey, bogey, double bogey, triple bogey, bogey, and then he made like twelve consecutive birdies or something stupid huh? like that. Like he can just go on such last fire. year he was fire here out of the gate. Why is he nine to one and Rom is six to one? Is that only because of last week and the like local angle? Uh probably. I saw some books early out of the gate have them a lot tighter. And they must have seen some quick ROM money, and they they kind of bumped ROM a point and a half down and bumped JT a point and a half up. Are we going to cross off Bryson because he's coming back from the Middle East? We're going to cross off all those guys then? I think there's only like two of them. Bryson and... Hovland. Hovland, yeah. Well, Hovland's a bit of a... Okay, I don't want to go deep that far yet. I don't know. I don't want to cross off Bryson. So I'm, my, not crossing, I'm not crossing him off. Are you going to bet Bryson? I doubt it, but I ain't, I ain't putting in a line through him yet. I think he's a better DraftKings play. Like, if you want to take that chance on him, play him on DraftKings. I don't think anyone's going to play him. <laughs> Listen, I could make a team of kids. Look, that, I love that, oh, so many kids There, right there is a Bryson thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, he ended up losing by four by going four over on the final four holes after being put on the clock last week because he was in the lead going into the final round, him and Eddie Pepperell. However, I think it got to one of the things where once he got behind and he made the one bogey is that he knew he had to make the birdies to make it up. Yeah. And then you start pressing. Snedeker suffered sort of the same fate at Torrey Pines. Like, he was really pressing. Even the way that he was putting, he was being so aggressive with his birdie putts. Being like, I have to make this or I have no chance at winning. Didn't really care about coming T3. He wanted to win. No, he had a great. He had a great interview after because uh, he spoke about it. he was close. He made the, even the putt at the last, what, third place? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, yeah, I had them out there. There were a few putts. Like, I wish 
I could have back. But uh, I guess he pointed to like the locker room or whatever. He's like, no one over there is going to feel bad that I missed a few. <laughs> like no one's feeling heartache for Sneds <laughs> that a couple roles didn't drop. You know, the magic he's put up before. Yeah. So, yeah. So of those guys, Hideki and Xander have the most interest to me of the under 30 guys. If I if, if that 18 to 1 Hideki number is still there, I will take that. And if I can find Xander at like 22 or above, I'll probably hit that too. And I'm even tempted at 18. And for okay. you, it's Ricky. Yeah, but it feels like it's just such a show pony deal. But I don't know, man. Okay, so this Super Bowl Sunday, Ricky. Next range of guys, because the winner could easily come from here, because there's big names in this like thirty to fifty category. Oh, but too. I don't want to leave this range yet. Well, I asked you, and then you didn't say anything. You do this every week, top. but I ask you. Just don't. Is it you're, that you're not listening or not thinking about it? I'm always listening. I might sometimes not thinking. Uh, Sanjay, okay, Colin. Oh, well, we're sorry, not- he's juiced up. Uh, well, we got to get into. How can Tony Fino not, like, run this track? I'm telling you. He had a T25 in his debut performance here, and now he's missed the cut four consecutive years. I don't even know why he plays this event anymore, but he misses the cut every single year. Tony Fino doesn't like to party hard. Not a, not a hard party. I just don't think this tournament is his scene whatsoever. I don't think he likes the atmosphere. I don't think he likes the vibe. I think it throws him off his game. There's just I love your angle so he, much. He's a Mormon dude. He doesn't drink. He's not a big partier. And now he's just around absolutely drunk, insane people. And just like, get me the fuck out of here. Because the course should not cause him any problems. It's a putting service that if he's ever going to, you know, catch fire, it would be on POA. This is Bermuda. Uh, Bermuda. You would think he could be fine. I agree. It's on paper. This course sets up perfectly. He's going to be a very interesting DraftKings play this week. I still think that people won't have the guts to fade him because he looks so good. I, I, I hope, will be fading him. I hope he shoots 15 over and catches me a number at the and rib. That's what we're hoping for. That's what I can ask for. Yeah. Im? In or out? Im or out? He's on. He's on I've got... I'm looking. I'm not crossing it off. In that season-long draft that we did, Im is just piling me up cash every single week. He's... He's just an ATA. He's the new Kucher, man. He fits the President's Cup narrative. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. He's right there. 36th, 10th, 21st to kick off the year. It's pretty you good. Just, you just, I don't know. You, will he have that, like, insane day instead of, like, a really good day to sort of catapult him into a Sunday position? Well, what was he last year at this event? He was top 10? Yeah, he was seventh last year. Gained five strokes around the green. It's tough to do. Ricky lost like 12 in one shot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that he's on, he could very much be on the short list, but there are so many other names behind him in the odds that are also viable that it's like, huh. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I put a check beside 16 guys as, well, like, he, guys that have my interest, and I got to... Well, what you should do is say you're going to bet them all, and then if one of them wins, take credit for winning. See, that won't happen. I know people who do that. I, I, I put it this way. I should start doing that to make myself look less bad. I'd rather take the heat of being the guy who bets everyone than the guy who never wins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's not the strategy. The strategy is cutting it down and figuring out where I'm just off. But as I said, I love the field. When I say I love the field, it means there's a lot there that has my eye. There's a lot of different places I can go. 
And as much as it seems like really good players win here, um, it does seem like this place can neutralize some of that also. It seems like if you have an affinity for this course, it remains intact over the years. If you don't like it, you just don't ever play well here. Strange. So maybe he's just someone to pencil in. So the guys in the next range, because I think they're very close here. You have Morikawa, Big Bubs, Bub Rub. Eagles go, woo, woo. Sneds, 35. Grace, 45. Hovland, Scheffler, Spieth, 50. Cam Smith, 55. Same as Palmer. Ryan Moore, Matthew Wolf, Shez, Kokrak, uh, Harmon, Horschel, Ann, Keegs, Knox, Connors, Hadwin, Steele, Nah, Putnam, Burger, Burger time. Listen, he's, all right. he's got a mark beside his name, So I would like to discuss. I feel like we should, do you want to discuss the Bubba stuff, or do you want to do Why is Hovland 50? Let's do Why is Hovland 50, because I feel like someone's trying to pull a fast one, let alone this whole week could be a trap when it's Rom versus JT. Almost like it was last week. Yeah. It almost was Rory versus yeah. Rom. You're right. You're right. It only just takes one guy to break that. You just have to be on the right guy. Uh, I don't know. Feels like a trap. What am I missing? Did he catch the virus? Like, what is 50 to 1 Hovland? This would have been one of those situations, Pat, where on our preview show, we're like, oh, if this happens, this happens. Like, oh, a lot of these kids. But if Hovland hit 50, that's like an auto bet. He hasn't been playing well. He missed the cut two weeks ago. He came T24 last week. Apparently, the conditions were very tough. I didn't realize that uh, part of his game is propped up by excuses. No, I'm not. He didn't say anything. I'm saying that because a lot of guys who have track records of dominating that course were like, I don't know what the hell was going on out there. After his run through the web.com playoffs, when he just kind of locked that up, T. 10 at the Greenbrier, T11 at the BMW Championship PGA, the one that Willett won, T31, T41, missed the cut at Mayakoba, missed the cut in Dubai, T23 last week. It's been off. So you're saying Scheffler then? Scheffler seems... Wolfman. Like, these are the guys. These are the kids. And overall, it's crazy because Morikawa has the best odds. He, I still like Wolf the best. But I could be way off course on that. And Wolf is the only one that's won a legitimate Morikawa. I could Morikawa won a crossover event. I like Wolf him went a lot. out and beat Bryson and beat Morikawa at a real event. And Wolf is the one with the longest odds again. But this is a very intriguing number. But why would I bet? And I know this sounds crazy because I shit on the guy like two weeks ago and he won. But why is Cameron Smith fifty five and Hovland is fifty? Like who's who's the one who's off there? Shouldn't Cameron Smith be higher? He should be. If Cameron Smith won last week, he'd be 30. Yeah, be like, if the win was... I'm not saying, Tori. If the Sony Open in Hawaii was last week, he's like 28 to 1 on this board. Yes. I would agree with that. So, we know there's a lot of things, and he's not going to sell a lot of newspapers. Uh, newspapers don't sell. <laughs> they, they basically don't exist. Uh, yeah, so in this range, I got... Notes beside Morikawa, Bubba, Hovland, Scheffler, Wolf, Chez, Ann, Berger, Connors, Putnam, Hadwin. Well, I've only so, I've only made one bet so far this week, and it's Ann. Eighty to one. Eighty to one. He seems has gained, like a great number. He has gained strokes putting in nine of his twelve rounds at this course in his career. It seems like a great number. I hate his him hitting the skids. I could have added maybe a zero to some DraftKings wins, but he he 
he yeah he went real backwards but that doesn't deter me and it's a great number at this course for him on the year i had i bet him to win the year that i was there for my bachelor party he was the 54 he was winning leader. he was the 54 hole leader what cuss do he was walking by now I, I i was like betty give me a hug shunned me five over from that point should have given me the hug he would have won maybe he didn't understand you i mean he's he went to like oregon or something like that the guy speaks english he does <laughs> um yeah uh, seems like a great number it's a it's a bit it's a shockingly big number i mean there's a lot of great players and he is not one of the great players in this field but either way i'll take that shot. big number this course he can do you're getting i mean we say this a lot and he never wins but you're getting a skill set that you could pay a lot more for Mm -hmm. and yeah the skill set that's won here the skill set that we seem to be really successful here there's a sneaky part about being good around the greens at this course a lot of hole outs at this course so you have to watch out for the guys that suck around the greens they can compete. Like they'll get lucky and hole out? I don't know what you're saying. No, like good around the green players like have the ability to chip in at this course and save themselves a lot of damage. Whether it's par saves, whether it's for birdies or potential eagles, but it just it's a stat that really popped up, and I noticed like the amount of hole outs. How from can off you the green. not be betting Wolf here? No, I'm betting Wolf. Like do any like if you bet him last week. I don't get why his odds are better this week. He made a nice turnaround on the weekend. And I too. would and I would argue Okay. You really can only not have a second shot into the greens here if you're under a cactus. Mm-hmm. At Tory Pines, that's not the case. You can be penalized a lot more for a wayward drive. Here you can get penalized, but it would almost take like as much it would take a bad drive and bad luck on top of the bad drive that you're sitting under like the jumping choya. Or whatever now follow we'll call them. Like everything into this into the green here can play unless you're under a sticky bush. Yes. Or a tiger behind a rock and people can move it. That would be great. So that's why guys like the Chez Reeves, you know, they can pin stock here. I don't know if I like Wolf or Knox better. I really like Knox. Knox and four starts, missed the cut twice, two top 15s in the other two, and his ball striking is off the charts good. Yep. Number six in this field, past 12 rounds in strokes gained approach. And I may even go to your guy this week, as crazy as this sounds. Putnam who? Burger. Chess and Hadley. Desert, oh, man. Oh. You, you brought him up last week. I was waiting till we were getting to I the know. super numbers. But he is, he is, Stole my thunder. He's, he's number one at 225 to one. I'd have mentioned him. I'd have gotten yelled at for skipping over 100 to one. I'm just telling you who comes up. I, I like it. Desert guy. He's a desert guy. Sucks around. <laughs> but he was like five under yes. on the south course. And then he like couldn't chip. He's the guy that like when you said hole, I'm like, oh, so he can get, get lucky and fall in the hole. Like if he's chipping, that could hopefully be the case. Uh, he might want to like T5 a number like or, that. Yeah, or he's so deep T10 it. Uh, but yeah, that's a straw. I thought it would be lower. I like him more than like everybody at 150 to one. I, I haven't even really even looked at that range. Here are the top 10 short-term approach, or top 15 in strokes gained approach over the past 12 rounds. Hadley, Webb, Hoagie, Hollywood Hoagie, Hovland, Sheffley, or Shifley, Knox, Ryan Moore, Justin Thomas, Morikawa, Stanley, Jimmy Walker. Watch out for Jimmy at Pebble next week, by the way. Okay. Tringali, Matsuyama, Party Marty Laird, and our guy, Corey Connors. 
We make a Connors. I felt like I was going to lose a lot of money this year on Connors and Scheffler. So this would be a great chance. I think I'd rather go Scheffler this week, even if the and the odds aren't all that different, shockingly no, enough. Pretty big. 50 and 80. That's not that big. I guess. You're right. You hit the 50. It's a nice one. Yeah, it's not like Scheffler's 28 <coughs> and Connors is 90. If you if you hit a winner that way. The, the problem with Connors, he's never played this event. Oh. Not to say that guys, like we have three first time winners, like first time playing this event winners in the past 20 years. Brooks, Stanley, and JB Holmes in 2005. And there is some correlation. 17. The past five years, 17 of the 24 players who have come inside the top five at this event played the week before at Tory. So that is okay. worth noting. So let's... Okay. let's whether back. they missed the cut or whether they made the cut, just they were there. Okay. And a guy like Shad's, like you just... There's other guys you're going to bank on. Like there's other guys you like more. Higher ceiling. Than Shez Reavy? Yeah. Yeah. Shez could win for sure, but... Okay. Hadwin? Nah, pass. Mm. Let's go backwards. Okay. Bubba Watson. Here's the thing. I I know a lot of people got in. They still have the Big Nut Live number. We even talked him up late last week. I, in a poor man's, like, in a Leishman way, like, yes, very good players win here, but let's not discount, like, guys with, yeah. with but Bubba pedigree. is a very good player yeah. is the thing. Yes, and he's got pedigree and a big number, and if he's in it on Sunday, he's a guy you can trust. And he's obviously won bigger tournaments than Leishman. Uh, that being said, I was who didn't end up getting on Bubba last week was so annoyed with his performance because I knew it cost us maybe ten to fifteen points. Really could have weaselled something from Bubba this week yeah, if get, Tory got the fifty. Be- if Tory got the best of him on Thursday and Friday, we could have weaselled something here. It's amazing he's never won here. It was a course that like always felt like a Bubba. Tr- Bubba has his tracks, the tracks that he has won. Oh, he at, plays well here almost every and single. And he wins year. at multiple times, so it's almost crazy that he hasn't won at. And this course represents so much for Bubba. And I'll say this, what I mean. When Bubba plays poorly here, Pat, it's like the whole season will go to shit. Remember a few years ago? Like, it's a litmus test. Now, the fact that he had a great opportunity in Tory, a couple, when we saw it with that big turnaround year, you saw it happening right he here. He was T40 even, that year. Even a place like this that Phil used to dominate, after his years of winning here, uh, that WGC in Mexico came, like, life here. To guys that like like this place, if you don't play well here, to me, it's like a, it's an. I, I, I will th- I will throw shade on that. He was t forty the year that he won three times two years ago. Phil missed the cut here last okay. year, and then won two weeks later at Pebble. No, but the year that he won, that was like his when he was the t forty here. It was like his first half decent performance in forever. Yeah, coming off the year where he's playing the weirdo ball. Yeah. He finally, like, and then it, like, kind of all let in. And then he won Riviera. He won Riviera, the and then he won the match play, and then he won Travelers. That was the All-Star Weekend one, where everyone was afraid to bet him. Yeah, and that, that got us off of him, because yeah. he said he might quit his round to go yeah. to the Celebrity All-Star was game. like, shit gets delayed. I'm playing in that basketball game, folks. Um, but it still doesn't seem like an unfair number. No, 35's a good number. And it's like, do I go, like, it's like, ah, oh, like Morikawa or like a Bubba? You know, like you're banking on different. Like, Here, here's the thing: different things, but like the tried and tested guy or the kid that I'm just in love with and could put it to eight feet for four days. For me, it all depends on what I do with Xander. If I find a Xander number that I like, I will bet Xander, and I will not bet Bubba. Well, you're in on Hideki a, and Xander at that point. That, that would be the thing. So if I don't go with Xander, I'll go with Bubba instead. I think that's how this is going to play out for me. 
I guess that makes sense. And you're right. If I end up on like Hideki and Ricky, I'm probably skipping that high 20, lower, like that 30 range gets skipped. Which you probably don't need to if you don't take anyone else down the car, which is probably a more profitable way to do this. In theory. I can't miss out on my Benny Ann 80 number. Come on. Or my Russell Russell Knox 90. Russell Knox 90. Uh, you know, no, Knox and Bubba shared something in common you gonna from last one? week at Torrey Pines, by the way. They both sucked on the North Course. That sucks. Finau sucked on the North Course. Where's my guy Cam Davis in this field? <sighs> Where's Norrin again? Nice. No, I know, but I, he would play this. This he was, was he, his he schedule. Was, he was cut from the PGA Tour. They didn't want any, anything to do with him Well, anymore. he had that great week where we didn't think he was, and then he didn't show up at Torrey where he lost in a playoff, and now I got an APB out for him. Just want to know everything's okay, Alex. What, um, what about Palmer this week? I will not bet him. It's a nice thing. Congrats to everybody. I implored my buddy to cash out on Friday night. <laughs> He's drawing dead. It was a good call, like fancy. I said he was so high-owned. They're guys. I just won't bet. Like, like... My arm would have to be twisted so hard. Like the entire circle of trust of people who I really trusted this would be like, no, it's Palmer week for me to like even consider it. Brennan Grace, 45. Second here Sneaky. last year. Third, two, third yeah. T17 two weeks ago. It's coming back. You want to bet him though? No, but it's coming back. It's a funny place for him because it's the complete antithesis. Did I use that right? Yes. Of the course that he would succeed at. You think like hard, not like um, a course with free birdies. No, but I mean, Heritage was another one where he did really well, which is another like good iron short game course. Yeah. But again, he's an example of like an equalizer. Yeah. Like he, like the skill set that succeeds here can come in all sizes. Well, so here's the other betting strategy Some guys, for the week, I think. Because we've seen this happen a number of times, and Grace almost... Grace did track down Ricky last year, and then down. gave it back. He was Scared the he living was, shit out of... I shat myself. He was eight back going into Sunday. Um, that would have been the record. Tied with Kyle Stanley. Uh, Hideki had a giant comeback here. Brooks had a giant comeback here. Who else? Gary Woodland against Chez Reeve. And that year, I think he was seven back to start the day. Like, big Sunday comebacks happen at this event. That doesn't mean it's going to happen, but it is something to look into that if you do want to jump on a live guy on Sunday, because that's how I ended up making money at this tournament last year. I jumped on Grace at 100 to 1 and cashed out and hedged on Ricky by the time it got close. Like, if you can get yourself into that spot if you take someone in the morning here, I think. Remember how different the conditions were? Remember how bad the conditions were at this event on Sunday? I remember the the suits were on. Suits were on. It was rainy. It was windy. Like it was a very atypical Phoenix day. So something to look into. And you can shoot like sixty one at this course, or you can shoot seventy four. And that two things can happen with playing partners. It's a really bizarre layout. Like it's almost either you're feeling it or you're not. You should be good out of the sand as well. Keegan Bradley is another one who like makes the cut here every year, but never does anything. Guy hates three foot putts though. Long shots, then? You stole my thunder. Hadley. So Hadley, 225? Uh, are you going to give Marty Laird any attention? J.B. Holmes? What is J.B.? I don't even see J.B.'s odds. I saw an early 150, uh, but I, people crushed that down, I guess. That's that's down to 100. I'll take a pass on that. Uh, Grayson? Had, Sam Burns? Well, does Berger have your interest as an actual bet? Yeah, he does. Are you going to bet him? I don't. Maybe. Okay. It, all, it depends on how. W- yeah, if, 
I, I good chance I have money on Burger this week. Okay, like Burger a lot. Walker Grayson, Siwoo three hundred. Patrick Siwoo <laughs> has lost the most strokes of any player in this tournament over the past five years. He sucks at this tournament every year. Yeah, didn't he suck on the Nicholas course? Like he sucked on the easiest course. Well, then he had to withdraw because like I couldn't walk due to a bad back. Oh. Probably not a good week to trust him. Beer guards four hundred to one. I don't. I don't know what that's about. The guy hasn't like made a cut in centuries. What what, what green are we on? Bermuda. Keith Mitchell three fifty. Ooh, that's interesting. I didn't even see that. Where's he at? Right there, a middle column below Siwoo. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. That sounds like a good top twenty too. Yeah, there it is. Right, Killa Bermuda. Kyle Stanley two twenty five. No, 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 no. Sebastian Reiner. Hardly newer. Charles in this field. Did Charles play last week? Not a clue. Would you bet English like a T5 or something like that? I think he a T10 I think a T10 striking, on English is worthy. He keeps striking the shit out of the ball, he's man. Good, he's good at this event too. Oh, now that I actually looked in this range, there's more catching my eye. Like, I, I think you want to limit yourself. Like Fratelli to top, at 150 seems. I think you want to limit yourself to top 10 or top 20s from this range. Fratelli at 150 seems high, unless he's just been horrible. Now that I'm looking to bet him. I'll probably jump back on Ortiz, 200 to 1. If, if Ortiz had just made the cut last week, I would have made a lot of money. Are you going to first-round leader Charlie Hoffman? He started might might some, have to. started and made some birdies again. Might have to. Our old Golf Channel birdie cap captain. What's What are his odds to win? Seeing 110. So he'll be like 80 to 1 first-round leader? Yeah, it sounds like an auto bet for Charlie. Seb Straka? I haven't played. I know first. he broke everyone's heart last week. Not People me. People got on the Seb Straka train. I got to jump off him and Lonto. It was fantastic. Listen, that's how it works. You yeah, gotta get burned. You yeah, get... but I also jumped off Palmer, and I felt really stupid through three and a half uh, okay, rounds. Okay, obviously. And listen, he had a fine week. Or like thirty. Like, oh, let's see. Crumbled on Sunday, but. And that's why the North Course friends won't be included in the 2021 U.S. Open. I made actually a decent amount of profit playing Showdown the first two days. And just loading up people on the North Course. And because people, a lot of people did do that, but there was enough people that didn't do that that they were dead money. So is Rom's going to be the favorite in next year's US Open? No, because then, like, I mean, if Tiger gets a win anytime in between, like, now and the US Open, he'll be the favorite. Or, like, Rory. Rory and Oh, yes, yeah, Tiger. And then Dustin. Sorry. Dustin never plays this event or rarely plays this event. People are like, oh, yeah, this is a perfect course for Dustin because it is. Or yeah, Brooks. Why doesn't Dustin play? Brooks, oh, ha- oh, yeah, Brooks hasn't played it, but then, like, isn't Brooks a perfect fit for Tory Pines? Dustin's in the kingdom. Let's talk about that. I think all these big names being here sets up for a great opportunity. I'm not the guy to ask who's going to win it, but I think when you get these big boys to show up from America, it just pumps some numbers and sets up for some real good opportunities. I think Brooks being in the field is giving you a good number on Dustin. Dustin, seven and a half to one is the favorite. It's a pretty good number. Defending champ. Brooks is like kind of hurt still. Didn't look Dustin great. Dustin won this last thing? I don't even D- Dustin won this last year, yeah. I might have to bet that. It's like a, it's a legit hit and giggle. It's like 7,000 yards. He was yards. starting to come alive at the... Um... Where was it? It was the President's Cup, then Century, right? But yeah. he had been on a layoff before that with the injury. So 
So you got Dustin seven and a half to one, Brooks ten, Reed twelve. The problem is the Dustin Rom double pays like sixty to one. It's still pretty good. Victor Perez eight. You don't think sixty to one is good for a bet? If it wins, but to sweat two golf tournaments, no. Well, I mean, you'll just wait. You're not going to sweat the first one. You'll wake up and know what the result is. Victor Perez eighteen to one, Sergio twenty, coming off his uh, WD here last year or his yep. DQ, whatever it was. He's, for, he's in for free. Lowry. 20 to 1, Stenson 22, Answer 28, Keimer 30, Weisberger burned everyone last week 33 to 1, Bobby Mack 33, Tom Lewis took Spieth's spot inside the top 50 in the world, by the way 33 to 1, Peters 33. Like, this goes even down. EVR 35, Detri 45, Rafa Cabrera Bayo 40, Hao Tong was second here last year. He's 50. Polter. Phil. 70 to 1. No, no, no. You said it's just a bomb. Like, it's just. No, it's a short it. course. Oh, Dustin's been crushing short yeah. courses. Yeah. <laughs> and when he shows up on tour short now, he, you're almost like annoyed. Like, why are you here, man? It's not fair. This is no, supposed, this this supposed to be for Ted Potter Jr. Yeah, no, this is the week where, you know, I'm trying to think of just like the Iron Maven. Apparently, this course can get exceptionally windy. I don't know if it's going to. Well, Dustin's a great win player. Yeah, but so is Graham McDowell on a short course. He was like 80 to 1. Matt Wallace, 75 to 1. Doesn't He's that... been horrible lately. He's going through an equipment change, but hopefully he gets right when he comes over for the pre-masters run like all those Europeans will. But that's a big number. And apparently he has a history of popping from nowhere. We joked about Min Woo Lee earlier on the Aussie train. Where's Ernest? Is he not playing? I saw him already. He was high. Oh, 60. 60. Should have played the each way on him last week. He ended up yeah. coming third. That guy Jazz always seems to top five. He tends to top five on like the Asian tour events. Yes. Or the Thai tour. Good player, though. Oh, Sharma's in the field. Remember Sharma? Do you know Phil doesn't have a top 50 since the Masters last year? Is that true? Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're paying him so much money. Johnny Vegas is playing? What an odd event for Johnny Vegas to be playing. I don't know. I might double with Dustin. I Like Hideki Dustin? Yeah, Hideki Dustin. Xander Dustin? Or Bubba Dustin, depending on if I play those guys or not. Rom Dustin? No. I usually try to double the guys that I bet. I agree. Unless I take no one from the top, then it would be... I would prefer to do Justin Thomas and Dustin over Rom. I think I like Justin Thomas more than Rom this week. Quick picks? Okay. I said that I wouldn't... I will not have anyone from the PGA parlayed with the Super Bowl, but I might have Dustin parlayed with who I determined will win the Super Bowl. Okay, well, we have our Super Bowl show coming up this week, so we'll find I out. better figure it out. Yeah, you got to figure out who you're going to be picking for better that. Better figure out who I'm going to lose my money on after Hideki wins. So, quick picks for the Waste Management Phoenix Open. I am going with Hideki Matsuyama. We found that 18-to-1 number. I'm going to go in on that. My only other wager at the moment is Byung-Hun An, 80-to-1 with the top five each way. Likely also to play Russell Knox with that each way at 90 to 1. Chesson Hadley, 225 to 1. Now, the other guys I got in the running, Xander Shifley, I'm looking at, looking for a better number than 18. If I can't find that, Bubba Watson at 35, I find very intriguing. And then Scheffler and Wolf at 50 and 66. Find out if they make the card on Wednesday. 
I'm still on the fence. So, I, I, listen, I could have had five bullets thrown by now, but I only have the ant at 80 in. But I, as I mentioned, I'm looking at a lot of things. Looking at a lot of things. I'll probably mimic you with Hideki. Went to the well for 20 at Tory Pines. Feel like I'd be really silly to not like try to dip back in for 18 in Phoenix. Yeah. Like I was dumb, you know, I shouldn't have done it last week. I got so excited because last year I caught like a 45 and he was amazing. I get so like warped by things, but this feels right. It kind of feels like Ricky's win last. Like he's just going to post that number. He's going to post you're it. Gonna, you're going to give it to us. Let's take it. Um, and, and yeah, uh, Scheffler and Wolf. I really want to bet those guys. I really want to bet. So Scheffler you're good with Scheffler over Hovland. You kind of sold me that I'm just like have all these rainbows and roses surrounding Hovland, but, well, you, but it's you, just but not you, there. But you could be completely right on this as well, that he's just significantly better than all these players where you're just catching a really good number. But he's not playing well in the travel. I kind of just buy into. But, man, Hovland at 50-1 to 1 on the preview show, I would have just said, like, I'm in. Like, a Phoenix? Remember I said that about Patrick Cantley that year, and then I didn't bet him the year Bubba won Riviera? Oh, I was like, yeah, you were cheering against us. Listen, Riviera's nuts, man. I'm still mad about that Bubba win. Not because of we didn't bet him, but because I had Finau and Cantley that day, and they both shriveled. That was the time Cantley got the label of being a horrible bunker player. Because he hit no, like. No, no, no. It was at Valspar when he lost to Hadwin oh, when he got the label. He just like. Horrible because he was horrible that week. Well, the he's just like a horrible shot in the big moment. Like he's. Evergreen sucks at bunkers or something. No. Well, and he I'm, was legitimately bad out of bunkers until he worked on his game. The, the stat showed it. Uh, but yeah, but don't kid yourself. I'll fire this top. I'll fire this top. And look for someone on Sunday, five to seven strokes back that you know. Just go to fantasynational.com slash PME to get yourself 20% off and just sort cool. by like eagle rate or birdie or better, better rate and see who's that in that five to seven shots back and hope they catch fire. And I got the two bombs, Hadley as we spoke about and Killer as I. Oh, yeah. As I, uh, Mitchell, I totally forgot about Mitchell. 50. Yeah, it's, that's good. I don't know, man. I'll, I'll probably play those a very small amount on the outright in the top five each way, but those are definitely top 20 bets for me. Like, is that a mistake, or he's just like MIA? He's MIA. One and done. It's almost Honda season. Picks for the Waste Management Open. Cust has selected Matt Kuchar as his pick. I cannot take Hideki because I chose him last week, although I did not play him. In the Gup's corner, one and down. I thought I'd get tricky and switch over to uh, Ricky Fowler. Not so hot. Not hot on my end. Um, who did you have last week in this? Okay. On the show, I said Woodland. Okay. But unlike you, I made the positive Gup's corner switch and went with Finau. Smart. Um, so it's my pick over you here. Yes. But I'm going to take Hideki because you I can't. technically can't. Uh, I'll, take, I'll take Xander then. I... Yeah, and as we said, we're doing this on the Monday, so the one and done. This is, is our. The thing. We have our own one and done competition between me, you, and Cust, and these are our picks for that. These are not our picks for Gup's Corner. People know that by now. They watch the show every week. Okay, yes, but this is just our like Monday opinions. I, I uh, you, you can't change your pick in our thing. I understand that, but for our like cash bet, is it not for the Gup's Corner orders? No, it's for what we pick on the show. Okay, so someone's adding that up. Let's do it at the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fine. That's cool. I I thought we had money on like how we do in the we actual. Can, we thing. can bet on that too if you want to. No, I'm fine. I don't care. 
I mean, what was the point of making these picks on the show? Just because people like to hear us talk about it, but they're unofficial. That's what I thought But they're official for our bet. Makes Listen, it's explained. We're like three weeks in. We're cool. Okay. They'll do it on the Pat Mayo experience. I like this term. Oh, go ahead. I just want to say, the guys in the, like that Gup's corner thing, and I love the pool, and I'm not like knocking it as much as this might be like a thing. It's like gotten to the super contest, and I've said this before. To too many people? No, but to do well, you have to hit at a rate that you didn't even think was close to possible. Like, the person who wins is going to perform at a level as, like, how did I do that? Well, I've seen guys. There's a guy at the top that had, like, uh, Smith and Leishman. Smith Leishman with, like, an answer, like, in there. Like, that's the sort of, someone's going to do it. It's just like when you're, if you're in the super contest and you're, like, pulling your 51%. You're proud of yourself. Like, how is that guy clipping 69? Like, how? Someone's going to do it. Oh, though. yeah. It takes an incredible amount of luck to get going on this, for sure. Anyway, they'll do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. Follow Jeff on Twitter, at gfeinberg17. I told you about the giveaways for the $100 and the 20 DK dollars, so I recommend you do that. Smash on the way out to the like button, that is. Not me, not my face. Very punchable, but hit the button, not my face. Uh... FantasyNational.com slash PME to get yourself 20% off. My write-up is up on DKPlaybook.com right now, as will my DraftKings cheat sheet after I record the show with Jeff Ulrich on Tuesday, and that will be out. Check the podcast feed for when that is going to drop. And play in the Pat Mayo Experience Listener's League. The link is in the description of this video and podcast. Let's fill that up quickly, and as soon as it fills, you tweet at DraftKings to make it bigger for next week at Pebble Beach, which is like the shittiest tournament of the year. Either way... Let's do it too. I'm Pat Mayo. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. Pat Mayo experience. Experience.